Thank you for tuning into the Hope When There Was None podcast. And here we share stories to educate you, to empower you and inspire. So thank you for listening and tuning in. Please do me a favor and share if you have a favorite episode, or maybe you think somebody else that needs a dose of positivity and to maybe break open some of the darkness, let there be light. So thank you again for all of your support and encouragement. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, it's Melinda. How are you? Happy Monday. I'm coming on to you live to discuss red flags of abuse. Now, this can get really long, and I'm hoping that it won't. I'm going to keep my clock up here to kind of keep track of time. So I am coming on live for the last 30, well, how many days it is. Today is the 12th. So for 31 days in October, I'm coming on live to discuss different aspects of abuse, uh, just random topics. Some people have sent me requests, so I'm kind of hitting everything that I can. I'm trying to keep these in small little bites. So today I want to talk about red flags. Now red flags, you can go on forever about red flags. I'm not going to get too much into the meat of these, but I did want to get in touch base on them. These are so important. I just watched Dirty John. It's on Netflix. I encourage you even just to look for some clips on YouTube if you haven't already. This can give you a good idea. There's, of course, plenty of YouTube videos out there that might show more of a dramatic um, rendering of what red flags can look like. So please, I encourage you to do that. If you don't know or have never heard of these, let's touch base on these. Now, history of violence. Maybe you were abused. Perhaps you don't even know this person. Could be somebody you're dating. Again, I touched on dating not too long ago, a few days ago. It could be somebody that you don't even know, a total stranger. So you might not know the history of abuse, but I do encourage you if you get to know this person or if it's somebody you've known a long time, dig into that if you can. Find out a little bit. Put on your super sleuthing hat there. Don't uh, don't be afraid to use Google too, because there's so much information on the Google. It's just, you know, the interweb there, it's just full of good stuff. Now, this goes on maybe after a couple dates, perhaps after uh, maybe a, <clears throat> a few weeks or so, but these people usually move fast. Again, abuse happens with any age, race, religion, gender, male or female can have, or sexual orientation can have somebody that's abusive. So they might isolate you from friends and family. Again, all of these things are not going to be in one day, you're going to automatically have these happen. It's something that happens slowly and so gradually, you will barely notice it. And when it starts, you, you know, you might feel a little unsettled, but that's why I'm always saying, please trust your intuition, trust that inner judgment. If something is saying to run, or hey, this is not good for me, please. And I'm going to get into a few physical signs too. Well, let me talk about them now. So if you're feeling like, let's say you just started to date this person and you know, something's a little bit off, but you're going to go with it anyway. That's fine. We do this. And on average, people do return to their abusers at least seven times or more. So please don't. And I did this myself. Please don't feel stupid. You might feel dumb. You might feel ashamed. How could I have done this? So I, I know you'll beat yourself up, no pun intended. I hope that hasn't happened to you, but please, you're not alone in this. Honestly, you're not love bug, okay? So you might feel um, your alarms go off inside. You could feel sick to your stomach because this person's calling you. Maybe they're texting or calling you just like a crazy amount, text or message after message, voicemail after voicemail, and it is very, very unnerving. Uh, perhaps you could feel your heart fluttering when this person calls and it's not a fluttering hello girl and it's not a fluttering where it's like oh my heart no it's 
It's like um, like when you're really anxious about something, when you're really nervous about something, your heart can like flutter and feels like it's popping out of your chest. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Stammering. Perhaps you don't normally stutter. I am a stutterer um, as a child and even as an adult. Sometimes when I'm nervous or I'm anxious or really excited, I stutter or stammer a little bit more. You might notice that looking at your feet like you're a little kid with a hand caught in the cookie jar. Even though you didn't do anything wrong, those are little things, physical signs that your body might be giving you early on. There are more as time goes on, like your hair could fall out, you can have constipation problems or maybe diarrhea, I'm not trying to get too nasty into that. You might break out into a sweat, there could be headaches, just general anxiety, depression. So let's move on to that, off of that. So again, a history of abuse isolation they might blame you for things they can blame you for you know the silliest and darndest things so you know what i'm talking about perhaps uh, the car wouldn't start well if you hadn't done blah 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 i wouldn't have car problems they are discouraging your hopes your dreams your goals maybe you want to pursue an education a degree in something perhaps you want to um, maybe you've achieved something in business and you're so proud of it but this person just knocks it down oh is that all you know they might give you that discouragement they could talk um, you've when you're with somebody you share everything hopefully you have i hope you could feel safe enough to share with everybody now they might take advantage of any vulnerabilities that you vulnerable big word for me today vulnerabilities that you have shared with them and they might um maybe make fun of that or put you in a situation where those vulnerabilities do or or are uh, it could be maybe a fear of heights, something with the water, something swimming, something like that. Uh, so they might put you in those situations and they know that you don't like this. They know that you're scared of maybe going into that haunted house. We're into the fall season right now. They know you don't like clowns, but yet they're always pulling clowns, creepy clowns out. And they know that that's something scares, that scares you. So they might take advantage of that. They act like they are above the Lord, that they're above your family, your children. And again, this goes with the isolation. They might kind of push your family away too, but they are everything to you. Now, in the background what happens, and if you watch Dirty John, I, again, I'm all on this Dirty John because it took me a while to watch it. I had to kind of gain, gain some strength in order to watch that because I, I was kind of scared, okay? So I did watch it, but I saw those red flags and just what he did to the family in the background. Now, I don't think my ex ever did that. Um, he told me he was going to harm them, but he, I don't think he ever told anybody or intimidated anybody that I'm aware of. Um, but this can happen. Okay. So he can just kind of isolate you from the family like that. Again, they are above God. They're above your family, your children. You're taking too much time for your children and so on and so on. There can be in intimidation or threats to you if it's his way or her way or the highway, that sort of thing. If you don't do this, they're not going to love you anymore. Or if you, they, if you decide to leave them, well, I'm going to kill myself. Or my ex used to just famously just faint. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I'd be talking like this he, and I'd say, hey, I'm, I'm done. I want to leave. I'm done. And he'd be like, uh, uh, uh. And he would just fall over and it was when he first did this I was I was really truly scared and oh, Are you girl that it's really she says she's trying to watch it too. It is really it's really good I kind of binged it. It's really good. So but I mean honestly he would and his fainting was not uncommon as I talked to different people Different people said that their partners would actually, I'm sorry, I'm in the middle of a hot flash, guys. I promise I won't take off any clothing right now. It's not that kind of video. Woo! But 
So he would, that's something he would do. And now that's not uncommon from what I've been told for that person, especially when you're talking about leaving to do something dramatic like that, fake some kind of heart issue or health issue when they're fine and they're just trying to get you to stay with them. Now they are, let's see, push you to do things that you don't want to. And uh, maybe it's for me, it was to, he left me at the Menards over in Griffith and said, if you don't come out with some woman's number, and I've shared this before, um, I'm going to beat the crap out of you. So I was dropped off to find women for him. I was dropped off at Menards over there in Griffith. And I, he spotted somebody in the aisle. I was supposed to come out with her number. Of course, I faked it. I didn't do it. So I came out. I kind of waited around, walked the aisles, and I didn't do it. So he, and it's nothing I wanted to do. I mean, granted, I didn't want him anymore. I had reached that point in my relationship where I was so done. But I thought about it. It's like, well, I don't really want to put another woman in this position. I felt really guilty about that. I know it, and I don't mean it in a joking way. I was just like, well, honestly. And then I was like, am I really doing this? Is this, is this, is he serious? And he was serious, but I, I just played it off when I got back in the car. I was like, oh, I missed her, you know, darn, let's try again. So, but they will push you to do things that you really don't want to do. That's just something really on the weird side. Our relationship was very weird, but they'll put you down call you those demeaning names, maybe take advantage of something that um, maybe you have a disability. For me, it's my funny ear and my lack of hearing. He would put me down about that. Uh, maybe racial. I'm Hispanic, so he would constantly call me names, call me, I sweat a lot, so he'd call me a pig, a sweaty pig, I'm a spick. Anything derogatory like that to put me down, he would do that. Embarrass me. So again, with sometimes when you're in a, a public setting, they might, and it's not in a jest, it's sincerely, they'll make fun of you. They will poke fun of, oh, well, she must be really dumb about this. And I can't think of any instances when he's done this, but I know he did. But they will put you down, embarrass you. And physically, they might hurt you. Now, some people have never had that happen. There are different varying stages of these red flags. There's people that mess with your heart, your mind, your, your brain, and I did say that already, your heart, your mentally, emotionally, uh, verbally. They may never, ever physically throw, lift up a hand to you, and that's great. Anyway, so they might physically harm you. That does happen. They can be controlling. Perhaps you were supposed to go out with Sam on Friday night. It's a friend of yours or a group of people from work. And all of a sudden, no, you can't go and do that. There might be some jealousy there. They can control. Oh, no, you can't do that. You said you're going to watch TV with me and maybe make you feel bad. Well, I, you know, you can go the next time and they'll go ahead and put you off again. They are some controlling. Why did you take out this money from your bank account? Why did you go over to the gas station when you said you were just going to come home? Um, so why did you get this kind of food? I didn't say that you can get that kind of food. They will show some kind of controlling, again, some sort of jealousy there. Who is this phone number? They might check your phone out. Who's on your social media? Why are you messaging that person so much? Why are they commenting on your page? You, again, may feel these physical signs too. This is a quick list. I, I know I think I've gone over my few minutes there, so I'm going to wrap this up. But those are just uh, some ideas of what red flags can look like in an abusive relationship. Yeah, it's always a joke. Yes, exactly. Mishana's mentioning that it's always a joke to them when they put you down. And it is. It's just a joke. And they just don't care that they're hurting your feelings, that they're trash talking you. They don't care. And that's not a healthy or normal relationship. A normal loving person does not do that to you. And um, 
for anybody that's going through that, I am so sorry. I really am. But again, with this red flags list, this is just a, a real basic one. I can go into more detail. Um, it really can go on and on. But that is just some, some red flags to look out for, whether you're just starting to date this person or you've been with this person for a long time and something's always been off, but you're not quite sure what it is. You always knew that, well, you know, he shouldn't be making fun of me or he shouldn't be, you know, why do I have no friends anymore? You know, I heard that they were maybe not with their family anymore, but why aren't they with their family? It seems like everybody else is at fault, but this person never takes the blame or responsibility for things that you know that they've done. So this is Melinda. I'm going to sign on off. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'm coming on tomorrow to start about to talk about starting over. This is such a scary thing. So I want to talk about that. And um, also that after that, I'm going to talk about healing and my healing journey. And I have so many people that ask me, well, what do you do? But when I start telling you what I do, mm, you don't do it so much. And that's okay. Our paths are different. But we're going to talk about that on Wednesday. So I'm going to let you go. I hope you have a great rest of your day. If you have any topics for me to go ahead and talk about, by all means, let me know. I'd love to know in the comment section or message me privately. I'm coming on the rest of the month to talk about all things abuse and uh, what you can do, what not to do, what to look out for. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Please do me a favor and share this if you would be so kind. If not this one, somebody else's. That's fine. Um, but Let's get the awareness out and uh, help each help one another out, help somebody else out. <sighs> if you're watching this replay, do a hashtag fire emoji, and that's about it. Yes, negative red flags, definitely, definitely, you got it. Yes, and I think those red flags just in general, starting to recognize those is so important, but so many people don't. I didn't. I know I didn't, and it wasn't until I started digging deep into this, then I realized, wow, wow, it's so much more than just, uh, oh, he hit me, or so much more than, oh, he's calling me names. There's, it's phenomenal once you start digging into the different things about uh, the different levels of abuse and oh, just things that you wouldn't even thought of that were abusive. I had no idea. All right, girl, ladies, I will let you go. And whoever else is watching, thanks again. I will talk to you later. Please stay safe. Bye. Okay, Facebook does not want me to go off again, <laughs> but I am. I've got food to make. How to stop making excuses for them. That is a great idea. That is a great idea, Miss Rana. Apparently, I was supposed to read that, so that's why <laughs> I will do that. I'll go ahead and I'll do that. Maybe I'll make that for Thursday. All right, I will talk to you ladies and gentlemen later. Bye-bye. Maybe not. <laughs> okay, Facebook. <laughs> Try it again. Bye.